What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of our favorite and your favorite wrestling podcast, Lucha House Show Podcast. I'm Mars, the voice of violence, and um, you guys probably noticed we've been away for about three weeks. Unfortunately, as happens sometimes, life gets in the way of wrestling. But we're back with a very special Christmas edition with more ho-ho-hos than the Godfather's Train and an end-of-year wrap wrap up that will feature some of our own personal picks for the Lucha HSP awards. Um, as always, I'm joined here at ringside at the Spanish announce table by my colleagues. Firstly, a man who is definitely no stranger to a red carpet event like this tonight, the armless wonder of the world, Renzo Sin Brazos. And the man who hits the switches and tries to maintain some kind of order in this mayhem that is Lucha HSP, the rowdy one, rowdy Roddy Para. So go on and flick that switch, rowdy. Let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road, man. Fucking what an intro. Your intros are getting better and better every week. Every week, man. <laughs> yep. I'm loving it. Every you had week. A, you had a script in there, which I loved it. It's like all <laughs> set out, man. If I can, yeah, that's why you're the Gotta man. Gotta keep it real. Man. Gotta keep it real. Gotta keep it real, man. <laughs> you got the man of the intros. You're the man of the outros. Eh? Beautiful. Um, like, what's up, people? We're back. Yeah, we've been out for a bit, but now we're back. Uh, at least for this uh, special Christmas edition. Like, you know, much has been happening in the world of wrestling for us. Um, we just, we're boiling up. Uh, we know the, the superstars of WWE at least are getting a, a week off during Christmas, which is uh, first time ever uh, without wow. counting, yeah. of course. Without counting, of course, uh, what happened during the pandemic. Um, so that's a really beautiful uh, a Christmas present from the Papi Triple H, so, which is really nice. Um, so we've been just quiet. Uh, so we'll see how we're going to go. First of all, remember, you can find us all social media. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, you name it. But easier, go on Instagram to our buyer. And you got a link tree, which is sent you everywhere. So you can put a like on a YouTube video, so put a comment. Put a like, a five-star five rating on Spotify and also sharing us all the time because we're always putting up content on YouTube and Spotify. And we're going to go with the... Do, uh, no, do, yeah, yeah. We're going to go with the uh, end-of-year wrap-up of wrestling where we can choose uh, the best of the best for us that this year has given us, probably, in terms of wrestling. We had... A lot to choose from, which is going to be a bit hard for a lot of us mm. uh, to pick, which is the best. Uh, I, I, I would dare to say that WWE and AEW is going to take most of the uh, the awards for us just because, unfortunately, we don't have enough time to watch enough wrestling. Otherwise, we'll have New mm-hmm. Japan in here. Mm, some, maybe not, maybe yes. Uh, more Mexican wrestling, all the stuff. But for now, I think... I think AEW is going to take the main cut. So, on saying that, we're going to start with the first category, which is a male wrestler of the year. And remember, Ooh. not only the name, you got to give your argument. Why is the male wrestling of the year? So, we're going to start with the red cup and Renzo, man. What's your male uh, wrestler of the year? Look, I... I'm partial to AEW, as you guys no. know. No, no, really, I can't uh, tell. Yeah, no. yeah, absolutely, I cannot tell. No, absolutely, <laughs> you can't That's tell. Not punk. No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Look, I am giving the uh, the award this year. My pick for male wrestler of the year, 
and look, the guy has done some amazing things. Um, he's turn, he was heel and now he's face, but it is the AEW champion, uh, MJF. The guy has done absolutely amazing, not only on the mic, um, but his uh, feud with Adam Cole is just great. And now with the devil, he's got us all intrigued. So my pick for uh, male wrestler of the year is uh, MJF. Wow. I like nice. it. It's good. Nice. I like that pick. It's good, 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 good argument. Good it's, it's hard to argue against. Um, exactly. he, he really is like, he, he really is, um, if I can steal a term from Jabby, a modern day wrestling god. Um, he mm. really does have mm-hmm. it all. He's got the he's got the in-ring talent. He's got the mic talent. He's got the physique. Mm. Um, and he's, he's still only very young. So, no, it's a great pick, mate. I don't disagree with that at all. No, and, and, and only... Thank you, thank you. And I'm going to go next mm. only because I agree... With Renzo, that's my male wrestler of the year as well, is MJF. Uh, I think he's the one that's been more consistent uh, in terms of TV time, defending the title, uh, his stories, feuds. Uh, He's going from, uh, you know, a heel to a face um, with a clear face right now, which completely turned the heel around. He's normal heel, which is really weird. So he's been able to turn all the things around. He's been able to carry AEW through the chaos. Mm-hmm. which is really important. Uh, it was a really chaotic time during AEW lately because a lot of stuff's happening. Uh, and we saw MJF uh, rising um, to the moment and being able to do this with Adam Cole. So for me, also the same reason why I take the MJF as a male wrestler of the year. Um, and I'm saying that, probably going to go with someone that's not picking MJF for, for the looks of it, which uh, is massive, man. Who's, who's your male wrestler of the year? Yeah, look, I'm not as much as I uh, agree, and like I'm not disappointed or angry or anything about that choice because I think he's fantastic. Um, no surprises here. My male wrestler of the year is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Um, look, I'm going to get a step back a bit before this year to WrestleMania 38 when he when he debuted when he came from AEW. And he debuted at WrestleMania, or he came back at WrestleMania 38. That was huge. And that against Seth Rollins. And then he had what for many would be a career-ending injury when he tore that pectoral muscle. And he fought with the torn pec in a cage against Seth Rollins. That was just phenomenal. Worked his way back, rehabbed the pec, came back, got involved in his bloodline story, main event at WrestleMania 39, put on an awesome awesome uh, wrestling match and as much as it pissed me off and I do understand the ex post facto why it, it occurred um, and he's still maintaining the story the, the st- he's had a bit of like you know side things happening peripheral things happening but he's still very much focused on the story that he's he's one of the m- many surrounding people that aren't in the bloodline that are keeping the bloodline story alive and for me um, his mic skills are second to none and um, j- just the impact he has um, in in the WWE for me, my male wrestler of the year is Cody Rhodes. Man, hard to argue against that. I think mm-hmm. I, I, was, I had MJF in my as I Cody Rhodes on my on my radar. I was gonna Cody Rhodes, but then um, just looking at just this year alone, I think that's why MJF mm-hmm. took it for me. And also the fact that the bloodline story with Roman Reigns kind of fizzled out big time lately and it's just hard to pick it up and yeah you, he's keeping it alive um but but yeah like you said he's been doing great and coming back from that injury goddamn 
Mm. All right. Yeah, look, I'm not I'm not gonna argue with that one, Mars uh Cody. Big fan of Cody, man, and all the things that he does. He's he's just amazing. He's amazing on the mic. He's got this charisma, man. He's he's just born with it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. comes from the Rhodes family. So no, I I think for this for this pick, yeah, second choice to Cody Rhodes. Well done. Yeah, definitely. I think we all agree on that. That was pretty good. Mm. Um now yeah, I I just got a hint that we are going to pick the same person. <laughs> I don't know why. But female wrestler of the year, Marce. Rhea Bloody Ripley. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. There's about 10 million reasons, but my only reason is Rhea Bloody Ripley. That's why. That's it. And again, wow. only because I agree with it, I <laughs> go with the same. Female wrestler of the year, Rhea Ripley, man. Mommy can bring it. Mommy is been defending her title. Mommy has been keeping feuds alive, making alliances, yeah. putting the judgment day in front, you know, uh taking Dom Dom on his on her lap. Yes. Uh to yes. carry him that guy around, making him really um a, a visible and, and you know, creating that big heel that he's right now. Um, she's done a lot, man. She's, I think, the most, uh, the most, uh, what's what's the word? Um, visible or the face of the female wrestlers at the moment everywhere is real replay. Yeah. Just everywhere at the moment, and you saw, like, I think probably we also mm. the news here in Australia uh, just this week. She was in Schiller interviews. Every yeah. single news outlet had it. Uh, she was in shows. So it's like in Australia, mm-hmm. she put WWE at the top when people were like, what the fuck? And he's in Australian. And that's it's something that we're all really proud of about, to have an, an Aussie carrying the women's title and just be the face of WWE at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think I said, it, I said it like in a couple of the previous shows that we did, I think she's going to go on a Roman Reigns type run with this, yeah. with this strap yeah. um, and she deserves it. Like no one, no one gets close to her in the ring. Just a couple of weeks ago, she had a fight with um on Raw or SmackDown. I can't remember. It might have been on Raw um, with Maxine Dupree. Who's Maxine Dupree? Just learning the wrestling game, and it was it was difficult to watch. And there was like she really pulled her. She really pulled Maxine Dupree Dupree through that yeah. fight. Um, and yeah, like she's just a gun, man. She's just a gun, and she just her character, everything, everything about her. She's just a gun, not just because she's Aussie, yeah. but um, she's just a gun, absolutely. Hundred percent, and probably the one mm. that's gonna be different from us is uh, Renzo. <laughs> Who's your pick? No, it's actually no. You're wrong. You're wrong. I picked <laughs> Rhea Ripley, but I actually I also had special mentions. I had three other special mentions. Look, I agree mm-hmm. with with you guys in in what you guys said about Rhea Ripley. Undeniable, the charisma that she's got as well, man, is amazing. She's doing yep. so well. Proud to be Aussie. Uh, but I actually had um, some a, a tie for for second, a, tri- a three way tie for second. Mm-hmm. I had Julia Hart. Um, for the you know what she's been doing in in AEW, she's she's grown so much, man. She's only like twenty two years old. Mm. Um, I had EO Sky up there, man. She's yes. done some phenomenal yeah. stuff up, yeah. up there as well for the women's title um, in WWE, showcasing you know the Japanese uh, strong style. And also had um, Willow Nightingale, man. And 
Willow Nightingale won the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong title. She won the Owen Hart Cup in AEW. So, you know, three young wrestlers that are that are really making a name for themselves. And there's there's a good future in women's wrestling, man, you know, and led by Rhea Ripley. So the these girls have a bright future. Yeah, yeah definitely. Agree. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, good mentions there. Good, good, really good mentions. Uh, well, now we're going to go to the one that we're all going to have key difference. That's for sure. Yeah, for I don't sure. Think we're, I don't sure. think we're all going to be agreeing on anything here. Um, but uh, moment of the year, Renzo. You go first. You go first, Rod. You go first. Me? Yeah, you, yeah, go, you, first. Go, you go first. God damn. I think for me, the moment of the year, it goes uh, a tactic match for me. Um, which is uh, Sami Zayn and Kerr defeating the Usos and getting those titles um, at, at, at WrestleMania, if I'm wrong. Yeah, WrestleMania. My one, WrestleMania one. No, WrestleMania 39, my one, yeah. Mate, I think that moment just absolutely yeah. destroyed the fucking stadium. Everyone just <laughs> waiting. And the match itself yes. was an it absolutely <laughs> amazing, that match. They did so good. They build up to it. They get into that match. Everything on it, it was just absolutely great. And that moment when they do the one, two, three, just put the camera back and you see everyone go, wow! It just, it just brought the fucking stadium down. So uh, for me, that's the moment of the year. It did bring it down, man, and that's a great pick. Um, I was there, as you guys know, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. unbelievable, unbelievable. That's a great pick. What, what's your what, what do you think, Renz? Uh, I'm going to a, a moment uh, that's going to stick probably forever in wrestling in my head because I haven't seen anything like it, um, and I don't think I'll I'll probably see anything like it for a really long time. I'm going for, and this is going to be controversial, the Stadium Stampede match in Wembley. Now, the only reason I'm going for the Stadium Stampede match for AEW in Wembley is the moment that Penta uh, Cerro Miedo, he stabbed John Moxley with skewers yeah. in <laughs> his head. A moment. Yeah. And he, he and John Moxley looked like a porcupine after I had them just stuck there. <laughs> And the blood was pouring out. That was probably one of the craziest things that I've seen in a really, really long time. Uh, yeah, that that would that moment for me stuck with me. And like I said, it's 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 given me nightmares. So that's my <laughs> moment of the year. That, that's a great pick too. And and I, look, I actually thought about that for match of the year and that and and also the blood <laughs> and guts and blood the blood and guts as well. I thought about that for match of the year. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of um, my moment of the year. And surprisingly, it does come from WrestleMania 39. Um, for me, it was Rhea Ripley defeating Charlotte Flair to win Ooh. the WWE title. For me, that was the moment of the year. Man, I was jumping up and down like a little kid in a candy store. Um, it was just great. And, like, people around me, like, knowing that I'm like I'm an Aussie and, like, you know, yeah. they go, yeah, good on you. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Rhea. <laughs> so, for me, that, that was a very special moment in what was a very special week. And for me, that was the moment of the year. Great pick, nice. man. Especially because you were there. Big I think that, that makes it yeah. a bit more special. Mm. The fact that you were there, seeing an Aussie. I think it goes back to, uh, we could relate to that a few years back when we saw uh, Mad Max Ramirez actually yeah, get exactly. the title in, mm. uh, 
and um, what's called uh, AWF, and we were live when he actually was the first change of title in a long time in going to MG. So yeah, definitely, definitely, I can relate to that man. So great pick, man. Great pick. Both, both mm. of the picks are great, man. Um, now this part, I don't think. We can't really say anyone else, even though the guy that got in my camera on my left, uh, it'll be on the right, um, doesn't like it. But I think we all have to agree it is. But at least the return of the year, and I'm going to start, it has to be CM Punk coming back to WWE. I think there's no other moment of the year that would ever in history top up this. This is the historical moment that just everyone that watches wrestling and everyone that is a wrestling fan have talked about it. And even wrestlers says this was the moment of in history, the best moment in history of wrestling, because it was a guy that we never thought was going to come back. It happened in Chicago. And the, the way they did it, I think that's the best part, the way they did it. Once we saw the credits coming up, we were like, fuck, it's finished. CM Punk is not coming back. And you can hear... And everyone just absolutely lost it. That stadium couldn't get any louder. And um and 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 then you see CM Punk coming in, man, with music. I think that that for me definitely is the return of the year. And if you guys got something different, I'll reweed, but um that definitely is for me. Uh the return yeah, of the look, year. Can I can I jump in before I can see Renzo fuming like a poker player that's just had a bad beat <laughs> on tilt? Um, so before before he unleashes his vapor trail of anger, um, for me, I'm the same. It was a, definitely a no-brainer um, at CM Punk, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, given his history, given where he came from recently, yeah. uh, AEW, given what was said to have occurred there, given the fact that um, he was able to bury the hatchet with WWE and with Triple H and with whoever else was involved in getting him back, the way they did it, where they did it, I agree with everything or seeing every single thing you just said, Rod. Um, but I do have a special mention yep. uh, for yep. the return of the LWO until they messed it all up. But yeah. That's my special mention. So, Renzo, I'm breaking the chain, so off you go, mate. <laughs> uh, my picks, look, it's going to be controversial. You guys called Fair it. Enough. It is controversial. Uh, my... Moment of the year, moment of the year, right? Is uh, no, return of the year, return, return of the year, year. return of the yeah. year. Sorry, return of the year is CM Punk to WWE. <laughs> it is, it is because it caused so much controversy, right? It caused exactly. so much controversy. Everyone was talking about it. The the social media was just going ballistic. I haven't seen anything quite like it in a really long time. Not Edge's return, not you know, not anyone coming back. I haven't seen anything like it. So the the amount of discussion that was online and coming like you like you said, coming from AEW and all the stuff that that happened in AEW Mars, I think yeah, hell froze over when CM Punk went back to WWE. Yeah, I don't think there, you said, there was no doubt that I was going to pick. And I don't think anyone this year will pick any anything. I think everyone will agree in the same um, in, in the return of the year has to be CM Punk. Um, Randy Orton, unfortunately, they picked the wrong moment, the wrong time to do it. Um, I think that they could have either do it much sooner or way after 
uh, I think they didn't play the cards properly. Otherwise, we we're talking about as a special mention, even as a special mention throughout the autumn. Um, it is definitely um, CM Punk everywhere will be the return of the year. Um, and he's going to be a completely different thing again for all of us, which is the match of the year. Whoever wants to go, go. Uh, you got yeah. a match, match of the year? Yeah, match of the year, right? Uh, this one for me, I'm I'm gonna pick one um, that was done at New J- uh, AW and New Japan Forbidden Door. This one is Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey. This is probably the moment that we saw Kenny Omega at his peak. Right before now, we know he's he's injured. He's gonna be injured for a really long time. We probably saw the best of Kenny Omega this year. Uh, Five star match. It's been rated. Uh, everywhere, pretty much. It was absolutely amazing. This Will Ospreay is just a freak of nature. And Kenny Omega, man, made him look like a million bucks. And I, I love how, you know, the old hand, uh, you know, really, really pushing Will Ospreay to the moon, right? So this match for me stuck with me as match of the year for me. Nice. Fair enough. What about you, Marcel? Uh, that's a great that's a great pick, Renzo. But for me, um, again, I'm taking it from um, WrestleMania 39, and I, I did think a lot about this one because there was a lot of good matches. And as I said earlier, um, I, I thought about the blood and guts match, which was just insane. Um, and then I also, I mean, there's a whole, obviously you could pick a whole bunch of matches, but it depends on what angle you looked at it. Like if you looked at the the high flying, high risk stuff, then you wouldn't pick this match that I particularly picked. But for me, I loved this match. This match was brutal. This match involved two lifelong friends not holding back. No quarter was given. None was asked. Uh, plus then you throw in the absolute machine that is Gunter. So for me, the, my match of the year from WrestleMania 39, three-way dance, Gunter versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. That was absolutely brutal and phenomenal and, and it really sticks in my mind. I really, really love that match. That's a that's a good pick, Mars. That was one. That was my close second. Definitely, that was brutal, man. In its all form brutality, it was amazing. Gunter did mm. amazing in that match. That was when I actually rated Gunter because he yeah. just unleashed like a beast in that match. I didn't really like Gunter before, but that match, man, he really brought it. Brought his A game, man. And, you know, to the yeah. occasion. And I'm glad you saw it live, hey. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Those chops, forget about it. God damn, you can hear it from far, far away. Mm. You can hear the chops, man, far out. Um, for me, the match of the year, I'm going to agree with, with Renzo. Uh, it's Kenny and Will Osprey. Uh, so he's going to New Japan, this one. One that's going to New Japan, which is this guy's, man, absolutely insanity. Because we're talking about classical wrestling meets New Japan style meets a little bit of high fly, pretty much. You got a bit of everything with these two wrestlers. So you don't have a really aerial, crazy match where you're going to have 100 flips and all that stuff. You don't have a full physical match that you're going to have with New Japan and, and so technical old school wrestling from from United States. So you got a good mix of everything. You talk about This is a match that brings New Japan, Mexico, and USA together because you got three different styles mm-hmm. that they combine with these two wrestlers and give such a high quality match. They just, there's no way you can argue 
Um, it's one of the best matches we've seen. In, it's going to be seen a while, in a long time. Uh, or depending what's happening next year, because next year we got some feuds boiling up that might take it to the next level too. But yeah, for me, Kenny and Will Osprey. So New Japan takes for me match of the year. Now, here I had a lot of issues to pick one. But pay-per-view, op- what's PLE? I think I'm... I'm, I'm pre- a premium live event. That's what premium they call the pay-per-views now. That's yeah. Funny. yeah, yeah, premium live event. So they're shoot. not pay-per-views anymore. They show them like they're part of like... Uh, true, if you, you subscribe know. to Peacock or WWE Network or, or whatever, or binge here in Australia. So the PLEs are pay-per-views essentially, but you don't pay uh-huh. for them. All right. Pay-per-view or pay-live event of the year. Key, I had issues. So what do you think? What do you guys have? Oh, I was really selfish. Given mm. that I was a li- lifelong dream come true, a bucket list, I was there. Um, I lived it. For two days and all the stuff that went on before and after it, uh, WrestleMania 39. No brainer for me. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I picked I pick this one. Look, I really enjoyed this one. I know some of you guys didn't really see this one, but man, for our listeners, if you have the opportunity to watch this pay-per-view, please watch it in its entirety because it was crazy. Uh, my pick for pay-per-view event of the year or um, yeah, live event of the year is Full Gear 2023. And some of the matches in there were absolutely ballistic. The The one that stood out for me was Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page in a Texas death match was absolutely crazy just the stuff that they were doing my god uh Julia Hart defeating Chris Statlander you know you've got the four-way tag team ladder match that was insane um Tony Storm uh, another Aussie beating Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's Championship Orange Cassidy beating John Moxley. Uh, you know, you had Sting, Darby Allen, Adam Copeland in there. It was great, man. I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. Uh, it was super entertaining. So that's my pay-per-view of the year. Nice, man. Good, good, good pick. Um, yeah, Fugia was nuts, man. It was really good pay-per-view. Um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, that not many people look, watch it because AEW, again, it was going through the... The, the crazy time, you know, they was going through a tough time. So many people lost interest, got interest on it. So they kind of lost the momentum um, on a lot of stuff. And that's why it kind of hurt it for Gi, even though it was a fucking great event, um, which for me also was close to the Forbidden Door. So it's kind of really close for me. But the one that takes for me this year is SummerSlam. Only because Ooh. we watch Wang Play. And then mm. WWE comes out and say, hey, Come and see how things are done. And he gives yeah. you fucking, <laughs> he just gives the biggest slap in the face to AEW. And he gives a high quality PLE, which we had matches there. Just absolutely insane and absolutely crazy moments. Like we got with Logan Paul and Ricochet. Oh, um, yeah. Oof. Man, we got, that. that's the moment that we got Logan Paul. It's like, fuck, this kid can bring it. He's doing really well. Um, that's the reason why they're giving the title, the North American title, uh, the US title mm. at the moment. We had Cody Rose against Brock Lesnar, man. Great match in between them two. LNA and Shed. We had the Slim Jeans Summerstone Battle Royale with LNA winning it. People going absolutely nuts with LNA winning that one. Um, and then we had Roman Reigns going against Jey Uso. And we know the whole thing was happening because it was a tribal combat. 
and what it meant and in yeah. the whole thing we had ESKY getting the title we had Bianca Belair defeating us we got Seth freaking Rollins against Finn Balor and and you know and they're trying to the senior man in the bank trying to you know cash in and couldn't like it was he has so much stuff happening it was done in such a good way that for me it just tops up WrestleMania it tops up all the the PPV so far and I did not pick the latest PPV for WWE which was um uh, the, the what's the last one we were just talking about it the Survivor Series Survivor Series wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah so I didn't pick Survivor Series just because the matches in their Survivor Series yeah there wasn't the best for me um the only thing that was great in that moment that was kind of sticking everyone's mind for it was going to be the return of CM Punk um but for me just SummerSlam takes it this year yeah, it's a good pick I, nice. I don't disagree with that at all yeah it's a very good pick yeah it was good good pick good pick thank you thank you so yeah. we got two different previews with two WWE one AEW so mm. great way and now we got to to one that probably are going to be different depending on how you take this one next which is the breakout start of the year this is really interesting one uh because we could take it in so many different ways because it could be breakout or the start of the year i mean a wrestler they just it, it was their year to this year and just break out out of being mid-card or whatever or it'll be a brand new star so you take it however you want it so mars for you what was the breakout start of the year first of all a special mention to Grayson Waller. Um, he got very close for me to winning this one for, in, in relation to my point of view. Yep. Um, he's doing great things on the mic. He's he's charismatic. He can he's got good in ring ability. Um, and he's you know he's had some he's had some um, he's had some feuds and some angles with some pretty high profile um, superstars. So um, look, he didn't he didn't get there, but he was very very close. But for me, there can only be one answer. And that answer is L A Knight. Yeah. Mate, this guy has been around since Adam was a boy. He has paid his dues. He he's bought his time and he he's reaping the rewards of hard work for over 20 years. So for me, he's definitely the breakout star. He's he main evented a crown jewel yeah. against Roman Reigns. Um, he's now involved in um uh, an angle with Randy Orton and what looks to be a feud with a heel AJ Styles yep. who's looking absolutely fucking jacked. Damn. Um, so for me, it's um, it's LA Knight without doubt. Fair enough, man. Ooh. Like it. Like it, like it a lot. Renzo. Uh, look, this one, th- th- look, th- I'll, I'll, I'll say the close second. This close second, this kid uh, has a massive future. He's Aussie. He's only 24. He's done some amazing things this year in some pay-per-view events. Um, And for a 24-year-old, that's huge. This kid looks like he's been wrestling for years, and he has, right, in Australia. Um, And I'm talking none other than Kyle Fletcher. This kid uh, has been New Japan uh, Tag Team Champion. He was Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion. He currently is the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, uh, which he won recently. But this kid has done amazing for Australian wrestling. 
like I said, only 24 years old. Come, he's come from uh, PWA. Uh, so keep an eye out on uh, Aussie Kyle Fletcher. He's he's got a big future. But my my main pick was this guy's a beast. Um, he's going to go places. Is Konosuke Takeshita, the Japanese beast? Yeah. He's been in so many pay per views, man, and he's brought it. He's got that Japanese strong style, and he's bringing it to America. He's got no fear. He's fought the best, you know, and managed by by Car, um, by Mars's man Cyrus Don Callis. <laughs> so yes. this guy, Tonushke Takeshita, Konushke Takeshita. Uh, yeah, he's got a, a bright future in wrestling, and and hopefully we can see a, a lot more of this guy next year. He's, I think he's now he's currently got a, a little bit of an injury, but um, yeah, he's he's doing really well as a heel. Yeah, man, that's two great picks, man. Fantastic picks, really like them. Like him, but I'm not saying, man, I think you, uh, to put a good one, Kyle Fletcher, man, for doing so great. Um, been able to break out of being tucked in for so long and now going mm-hmm. to a solo run, it's, it's something really good. And been able to and given the um, the, the since he got to AW, he hasn't been that long. And they gave him the title and Ring of Honor, he says something, they can see something mm-hmm. on him. So that's a, that's a great thing. Um, so definitely, I, I like that. Uh, for me, it's a women, to be honest. Uh, he takes the breakout start of the year, which is Julia Hart. Wow, wow, Julia Hart for me takes it this year, man. She went on the under the wing or Alistair Black, well, no, it's Alistair Black, but he went under mm-hmm. the house of Black, man. And she just absolutely turned it, she just turned into this completely different character. She's just part of the house of Black really well. Now she won a title, so she's a current TBS, TBS champion. And now we can see it actually going against a dark soul like it's Avadon. So far, we're talking mm-hmm. about two dark souls going against each other, man. You don't know what this it's just she has at the moment that look and that, that you don't know what she's capable of. She's been boiling. You see, you know, being part of the House of Black, having these three massive pieces, which is Buddy Matthews, um uh Alistair, what I call it Alistair Black, it's funny. Um Malachi Black. Malachi Black. That's why I keep calling Asta Black. Malachi Black and forgot the name of the last one. Uh, I always forget his name for some reason. Uh, but you got Buddy. Buddy. Buddy? No, I got it already. Buddy Murphy. So no, Uh Body. Body. Brody King. There we go. Body Brody Brody King. Brody King. Brody King is the last one. Um, You can tell how much she has grown without needing to wrestle. And now that she's Mm -hmm. wrestling, she's showing how much she's actually. I've saw from this beast. Uh, for me, breakout start of the year, Yulia Hartman. We had changed to heel. Yeah, good pick. She's nice, nice. Good pick, good pick. Thanks, man. And it's, it's funny. A- it's funny where we've we've picked, except um, LA Knight. And look, LA Knight. He, in my eyes, oh, he's still young, man. He's 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 got um, years and years to go in the industry. But hey, you know, they, they, these guys are the future, right? So it's going to be yeah. interesting to see what twenty twenty four holds for these guys. Hundred percent. It's gonna be completely different. LA Knight, man. She, he has, like you say, AJ Styles. He just looks like he was just, I don't know. He was doing the same diet that fucking Randy Orton was doing. And in fact, yeah. was, the only thing he has to, man. If he cuts that soccer mom haircut, dude, are we gonna <laughs> see the same AJ Styles that we used to see in TNA? And I can no mm-hmm. way until he fucking cuts her head off. 
because I do oh, not like look, it just as, with a haircut. Oh, look, as a bald man, I've got to say, I, I'm a big fan of that hair. Like, that's that's Pantene quality hair, man. You know what I mean? That is, I know, but at the same is. time, look, I've seen AJ Style with hair, like short hair. And let me tell you, he looks more like here with short hair than when he does with the fucking long hair. But that's, that's definitely True. that. If you see it back True. in the day, man, goddamn. And he looks jacked now to cut that head. You fucking looks like it's going to look bigger than fucking Randy Orton. Um, and we got to the next part because this one, I think I had so much in the head for this one, man. It just, someone just unfortunately fizzled out in the year. They had a short run. So it's hard to pick one they just stuck for a while, which is the food of the year. For you guys, mm-hmm. Renzo, what's for you the feud of the year? Look, man, this one is, I'm going to call it a feud because something's coming and I don't know what the hell's coming, but uh, it's 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 had us riveted for a really long time. It's the Adam Cole, MJF situation. They fight, but they kind of don't fight and they make up and, you know, they're best friends. Now the devil's in the house. I don't know what the hell's going on with the devil. I don't know if it's Adam Cole. People are saying it's Adam Cole. There have been a lot of, you know, things going around. That Warlord. is Britt Baker, all sorts Britt of things. Britt Baker, Britt Baker. Warlord. Yeah. Warlord. Yeah. is one of the henchmen. He's definitely one of the yeah, henchmen. For yeah, sure. He's one of them, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You can tell because so, how big they are. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So that one for me is uh, the feud of the year for me. It's kept us riveted. Like when's Adam Cole going to turn, finally turn on MJF? Because, And we don't even know if MJF is actually going to turn on uh, Adam Cole, If it's, but everyone's leaning that Adam Cole's going to turn on MJF. So, yeah, man, that one for me has got me glued to my seat. Man, and only because I picked exactly the same one, I'm going to go second. Because I picked exactly the same one, MJF and Adam Cole. Because I don't look, I had the bloodline with Cody Rhodes in there. I had uh, Nakamura with uh, Seth Rollins in my list as well. But unfortunately, Seth Rollins, Nakamura, they fucked it up. They were going so well. And then he just, he just, he didn't continue what he should be continue. Um, the bloodline with Cody Rhodes, same thing. He was going well and then just kind of. Well away, same with thing with Jay Uso and then the bloodline. So it kind of like all of them were coming, coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. Uh, but the one day MJF and Bus and, and I'm called going is still going. Still, we don't know mm-hmm. what's happening because it still look like it's a feud, it still look like the story is still going. Um, so it hasn't finished as a feud, as a feud kind of style, it kind of finished, but I continue the story with everyone saying one of them is gonna turn into the other, but we don't know who it is. So like you're saying, I think that's, for me, the reason why I picked that, the same one that you did. So, Marcel, who you pick? Or what do you pick as a field of the year? Uh, well, it's, I picked the uh, internal feud that is the bloodline. Mm. Um, mm. So you, 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 you just described the bloodline story as coming and going, coming and going. I would describe it as evolving um, because it's just got so many, like, it's like a tree with a heap of branches now. Um, and it's just like if I'm sticking with the inter- with the internal feud that is a bloodline, obviously we've got Jay and we've got Jimmy and we've got um, Solo and we still it still hasn't been explained and it still made no sense uh, why Jay stopped Jimmy from winning the title at, um, I think it was at um, Survivor Series, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so that oh, hasn't been explained. And then and then Jay's Jay's turn to being like, you know, Jay was the one, the initial one that was like against Roman. And then that hasn't been explained yet. So for me, I no, think that's just slams. a time bomb. Bro. No, sorry, was it SummerSlam? Well, SummerSlam, yeah. Summer yeah, yeah SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. sorry, yeah. For me, that's a time bomb. That's a ticking time bomb that hasn't been explained. It's going to explode. I don't know if it's soon, but it's going to explode. That has to be explained. And just what happened at um on SmackDown last week, when Roman Reigns comes out and talking about his successor, he's never talked about his successor. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Jay thinking it's him, you know, takes his jacket off, big smile. Next minute, Solo Sikoa, he's my successor. He's the tribal chief in waiting. Um, that that is quite clearly setting the the um the foundation for what we all know is going to happen. Now it's going to be Solo versus Roman. When it's going to happen, I don't know. Um, whether that means, like, for example, if Paul Heyman turns on Roman and sticks with Solo, I don't know, as has been suggested in other, in other uh, wrestling media. Um, and I, I would love that story too. But for me, the feud of the year is is the bloodline because it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Um, the more you think, as like like Roddy Popper used to say, just when you think you know all the answers, I change the questions. So um, that that for me is the feud of the year, the bloodline. That's yeah, look, a great pick. I wouldn't argue with it. The only reason why it didn't, like, like I said, the only reason why it didn't um, stick with me because we got we got we had gaps where we didn't know what's happening. Uh, we didn't continue. We said it many times. What the fuck is Roman Reigns? Why is Roman Reigns saying anything about Jerusa? And even though that's part of the, the fear of the bloodline, um, it kind of left it plain. Like, it didn't kind of yeah. give us anything else to talk about. So I think that's for me left about, man, to be honest, yeah, as a feud, like in terms of feud, the bloodline, we don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going to go. So, yeah, great pick, man. Great pick. Can't argue with you. I know you love the bloodline story, man. <laughs> so yeah, if man. you pick, if you picked anything else, would it be pretty weird? Let's say. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And now we're gonna go to <laughs> this is gonna be controversial for me. Uh, tag team of the year, and I want to start only because it's gonna be contradicting what I picked as a moment of the year. <laughs> because I know I picked up a tag team match, which is semi saying, "I care about the users," but for me, the tag team of the year. Is Davy Allen and Sting? I think there's no, yeah, there's yeah. no better tag team at the moment, which has been in so many pay per views, in so many feuds, and so many trios match, and so many like, like, like four four way matches. It just they haven't gone for a title, but they just continue working as a team in every single match non-stop and you can see Sting and Darby Allen just give it all every single time you're talking about a young Darby Allen against a legend like Sting and you can see how well they work together how well they work in the promos how well they work in the ring we saw it, we saw it with Adam Copeland man how well they work the three of them together um so that's for me uh, the tag team of the year Darby Allen and, and Sting I like that one. I like that one a lot. What's your, what's your, what do you think, Renzo? Uh, this one's going to be controversial. I think these guys have done absolutely amazing. Um, look, controversial pick, I know. But Billy Gunn's kids, Austin and Colton yeah. Gunn, oh my God, in that 
Bullet Club, the stuff that these dudes have done, and they were tag team champions, right, for 56 days uh, from February to, to April um, this year. Those kids have done an amazing job. Billy Gunn has raised these kids so well, man, in in the, the, the wrestling world. They know exactly what to do, how to get the crowd um, completely turned off them. Um, every time they go out, they get booed. They get called the ass boys. Um, everybody <laughs> hates them. But, yeah, man, I think uh, for me the, the tag team of the year was the guns. Yeah, man, I can argue with that. That'll be, uh, yeah. That was on my radar as well. That was on my radar. i got to say that. What about you, Marcin? Yeah, look, I, this is the one I struggled with the most. Um, like, I, I think traditional tag team wrestling um, has taken a hit recently. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't think they, they keep – I don't think they, they're doing justice by teaming people up that aren't a tag team and giving them the strap. And don't get me wrong, I yep. love Kevin. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I love them winning. I love that. But they're not a tag team. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like, tr- tr- like, there's only a, like, there's only a handful of tag in WWE. Like, you're looking at, like, Pretty Deadly. Uh, you, you throw in Alpha Academy even now. Now they've got, like, you know, Mexican Dupree as well. Viking Raiders, but one of them's injured now. Um, and, like, even if you look at um, Joaquin Wilde and uh, Cruz del Toro, they're, they're a tag team. Um but for, it was a very, very difficult one. And and you, you guys know what my view is on the way they've just absolutely slaughtered the women's tag team division yeah. in WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, congratulations to the, the two that just won it the other day. I, I can't um, I can't remember their name. They're from NXT. Yeah. Uh, but, again, a quick switch, you know, you know. But, anyway, that's for another day. My I kind of cheated. I didn't pick a tag team. I picked a faction that includes a tag team. My oh. tag team here is Damage Control. Um, I think they're doing great work. Um, they have since they came back a couple of years ago. Um, I rate Bailey highly. I reckon she's great on the mic. She's great as a character and she's great in the ring. Yeah, Sky, I can't say enough good things about her. Um, Dakota Kai, like she'll be like, once she gets her, her leg right, she'll be back bigger and better. And obviously now with the, um, with Oscar and, um, sane as well they're just going to be huge and i'm still i still think i still think bailey's going to win the royal rumble and i and i think she's going to go up against um yeah sky um so that story is definitely involving so but for me i think damage control fair enough yeah look i'll say like that for me look if it was a straight up tag teams that's why i picked darby allen's thing because since the team up they've been a tag team so they actually yeah, work yeah. as a tag team. But if it was for a hundred percent tag team, I would have shoot. I would go for the Usos until the breakup. Mm. The Usos, man. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no one else better than the Usos. The yeah, jump yeah, backs, yeah. the jump backs, Unfortunately for me, they just they just lost it at some point. Um, I think there was two, at the beginning when they started with AW, and down the road they were like great tag team, man. You can see the chemistry. If it wasn't for so many injuries, for me, always going to be number one. The Lucha Bros, bro, for me, are the number mm-hmm. one everywhere. Unfortunately, with all the injuries happening and stuff like that, they've been under the radar lately. Um, so that's that's if we're talking about strictly traditional tag teams, that's the only ones around at the moment. So, yeah, look, I understand with damage control. Yeah, they're not a traditional tag team, but they work as tag team when they need to. And, yeah, man, I agree. No bad, no bad pick. Good pick. 
Mm. Big man, I think we got. And uh, of course, special mention to Briscoe Brothers for obvious reasons. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, Briscoe Brothers, the Briscoes, man. man. Yeah, the Briscoes. Yeah, no, well, that's that's gonna stay for us in the memories, man. The Briscoes. Um, mm. and, and lately they've been a bit angry with uh, what's it called uh, with Triple H for using the. Uh, or whoever runs his account, whoever runs his account. Or whoever runs his account yeah. for using the, the words, but that's another story. Mm. And then I think this one we got all gonna agree. No, no, I think we all gonna agree. I think I'll take my word back in two seconds. I took my word back. Uh, brand <laughs> of the year, and I gotta say. And I'm gonna take the lead in this one. Sorry, boys. Just by the hand of Hunter, WWE took off this year as the brand. It went under the radar for so long, but as soon as we saw Triple H taking over, it was a big change. They brought back so many people, including the one and only Marse, back to to watch wrestling. Um, <laughs> it's because of Triple H, man. WWE definitely, definitely, definitely uh, took. Brand of the year this year. Last year it could be AW and the year before, but this year definitely WWE just show how much they can do, what they can do when they're under a good creative management. But that's that's promotion of the year. I thought brand was like which like was a SmackDown Raw. Oh really? Uh, I took it the other way. Oh, yeah. fair enough. What, okay. What if you, what if you took it, what if you took it the way I read it? What would you think? As Ooh, a brand of the question. year. Mm. Which one would be the best? Mm. Uh, um, can I can I go last then? Because I gotta think yeah. about that one. Because uh, to All be right. honest, I didn't think it that I didn't take it that way. So I gotta think about that one. Sorry. All right, Rinza, uh, you go. Man, uh, yeah. Look, I'm partial to AW as you guys can see. I think Dynamite has done some great things, and and you know why? I I'm saying Dynamite because uh, just by Mars's comments. Almost every week, Mars Mars has the the famous comment that should be on a pay per view. That match should be on a pay per view. What are they doing doing it on a TV match? That's, that's a pay per view match. So uh, you know, if he's got reaction to, to you know those those kind of matches that um, Dynamite pull off, uh, it's it's saying something, right? And you know, recently they did the uh, the Christian versus um, Adam Copeland. On, on Dynamite mm. as well. So, you know, they, they're saving match. a lot of... Pay-per-view yeah, match. Exactly. It is. It is a pay-per-view <laughs> match. And so, yeah, they're, they're doing some some crazy matches. So I think for me, uh, it is AEW Dynamite. You know what, man? I had something written down here, but I'm not going to say it because I'm going to change my vote to AEW Dynamite. Ooh, wow. Yeah. wow. For the reason wow, you Mars. just... For the reasons you just said. Wow. But it changed your heart last minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Yeah, no, I look, I agree uh, with you guys in, in terms of that. But for me, I think Monday Night Raw, just because of said freaking Rollins and Cody Rhodes, man. Just because of them, man, I think what they've done with the red brand has been great. Uh, we know that Red Brand is the second to SmackDown, always. Um, but the Red Brand has done really good. Um, that of the hand of Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, man, they've done some good things, keeping an update, uh, keeping it visually now with a title in there. Um, and, and also because we got, well, if it was a judgment day, it's in, it's in SmackDown. Um, uh, but 
Yeah, I think the Red Brand done pretty well this year. I think he's done something really good. Um, Dynamite, of course, like you said, should be in a pay-per-view. So many matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got to say, if it wasn't because he left AEW, I would have picked um, the Collision. second brand. Yeah, Collision. 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 Because Collision. Collision, when it started this year, Collision was going to be the one that everyone's going to be watching. It was the one that everyone was watching uh, when mm-hmm. because CM Punk was there. And we all wanted to see it was going to be like the heel brand of AEW because we all saw all the heels going that way. So it was going to, they were starting to build up to be really, really good. But then, yeah, we all happened with, uh, we don't know how, what happened with with AEW and, and CM Punk because they can't talk about it. Uh, just speculations. But um, once he left, I think Collision took a big hit and just he stopped being what he could be. Um, and then, of mm-hmm. course, Dynamite had to push through. And, and I think that's the reason why they got so many matches that they should be in a pay-per-view, like Master said, because they need to be have that pay-per-view quality match every single mm-hmm. week to be able to battle against WWE. Because if they don't, People are gonna stop watching, and we've seen the numbers. We've seen how much it's been hurting them. Um, yeah. Lately, we can yeah. see the empty stadiums. It and and now the CM Punk moved to WWE, bro. They're gonna be. It's gonna be even harder for them to sell tickets because it's not there. Uh, unfortunately, the stories they got they're great, but they're not catching the people's eye anymore. They're just not feeling mm-hmm. that. I think at the moment the only few that is kind of having people. Just wanting to see what happened, and just because of the name, it's Adam Copeland with against uh, Christian Cage. Christian Cage, yeah. it's not, it's not yeah. all the one. It's just because those two big names, and I think they're running with the mm-hmm. one big time, and they're running it really well. Whoever's behind them, which is Christian and 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 and, and Adam for sure, uh, they're doing great way to build up to having matches that is not the end; it's the continuation of something bigger. And and that's the reason why um, uh, they need to have this quality, pay-per-view quality matches every week to be able to to battle against WWE because otherwise, AEW is running a loss at the moment. We all know we've seen the numbers, um, mm. so they need to have something stable, like you said. Uh, the crazies cannot be running the asylum, and and now they're <laughs> starting to have some kind of structure again. And they're starting to put like, you know, the specific roles now. Uh, like I said, and happy happened. Uh, it, it finally happened. Was Tony kind of stopped being a fanboy, and finally became the uh, what's it called the, the the owner of AEW, and it's starting to take the the big decisions properly, and it's starting to appoint people to the right things. That's what we've seen. So many wrestlers taking time off, like the Jumpbacks. They took in mm-hmm. uh, time off, and they're not coming back for a while, which is great. They need to be out. Ken Omega, unfortunately, because of the injuries, he won't be back until like we're talking about as long as Randy Orton took to come back, mm-hmm. if not be longer. Which, unfortunately, we said it before. Next one is Sir Rollins. Uh, mm-hmm. it, he's, he's he's next. We know that. Um, so so yeah, definitely. And I'm gonna throw a spanner in the works, like I always do, because I like this shit. <laughs> Which for you guys will be the feud of the year in 2024. Oh, you got Renzo. I've got to think about that one. I think we all got to think. This one, I, th- I think the, the feud, they're building up the, the devil feud. 
the devil feud isn't gonna just end when the devil reveals himself i think that one's gonna extend for a while so i'm kind of uh burning to see what's going to happen with the devil in in aw so i think for me that one i think they're going to probably start the year with a bang but you know they're they're waiting for all of these guys that have uh you know were released like mustafa ali uh dolph ziggler potentially coming in so yeah that one's that one's going to be interesting fair enough what about you marcy mm-hmm. you still got to think about it yeah no no i've thought about it um Wrestling's never far from my thoughts, as you both know. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> um, um, I think it will happen in the later half of the year, but I think the feud of the year next year will be Roman Reigns uh, and Solo Sakai. Nice. I, I like Good that. Call. Good call, man. Good call. I think for me, but depends how long it takes for it, is CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Because they're building it. They're cooking it really well. They're cooking it really well. You can tell now that they, they, they've been building it for a, such a long time. Since the moment they knew CM Punk had that issue with... Uh, so I don't buy Triple H saying this was a last-minute thing. Bullshit. This has been cooking for a fucking while. That's why Sir <laughs> Rollins... That's why Sir Rollins started his feud with CM Punk so long ago. He started with the interview, taking giving shit to CM Punk and the tweets against CM Punk, which came out of nowhere. But that's clearly a work that's been working for a long time. And the words that CM, the, the Seth Rollins is saying, we all seen the comparison with uh, with uh, him and Page said to CM Punk as well. So I think they're cooking it really well. And the face to face, man, <laughs> that face to face in Monday Night Raw, man. Oh my god, everyone was just frozen, just waiting to see what the fuck was happening. And just the first word the CM Punk said, Are you done? This is the last time I'm gonna let you talk to me like that. that. I think that was everyone, oh shit. That was um that was a great moment. I think they just that, that facing each other in that moment. I think that whatever they're working these two together, it's just gonna it's gonna be the same because as soon as it says, Hey Adam. Let's make this official. CM Punk is going to the Royal Rumble. It's, it's a clear thing that maybe uh, CM Punk will win the Royal Rumble and go against uh, Seth Rollins at, at the WrestleMania. So that for me could be the fair. I, I just hope, man, that it's not CM Punk that puts Seth Rollins on ice because we don't know how long Seth Rollins is going to be out for. I'd hate for that to happen, man. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'd, I'd I'd like it for it to be someone else other than CM Punk, because we really don't know how long CM Punk's going to be around in WWE, right? I wouldn't want that hanging over Seth Rollins for the rest of his career. That Punk was the one that took him out. But you know what? There's one thing that CM Punk will always want it, and what was that one thing? Main event WrestleMania. Main event WrestleMania. But his main eventing night, his main eventing night one, main eventing WrestleMania. Doesn't matter. His main eventing is two. It's two nights. So main eventing WrestleMania. I know. Main eventing WrestleMania is is one and two nights. Night one or night two, which is two main events. We know the main event is just whatever happened on the on the on the day. For me, it will be that one or two. Doesn't matter for him. I agree with you. I agree with you. For him, it will be start with night two. In the next mm. WrestleMania, he will go for night one. So we have to see him for two for two WrestleManias at least, because 
the one thing that I saw around there, I love the idea of CM Punk uh, working with Paul Heyman again. That thing, yeah. That's the great thing that could happen because if CM Punk, you know, team up with Paul Heyman, he's kind of in fucking up Roman Reigns, it's something to be so great. It's just amazing. It just adds up to the bloodline breakup and storyline such a good way but i think you know cm punk could put um several on ice just because the building story so well you know the building is so well and then letting it cook slowly man and cm punk is already you can tell the stories is fine working with him just because the face-to-face that face-to-face for me told me so many things and one of them was like several in something doesn't really have that anger against cm punk it's all a work you can tell well, let, let me ask a question without notice now. Yeah, give me, give me, give me, give me. Do you think Damien Priest will have a successful cash in in 2024? Against CM Punk. Yeah. At WrestleMania. Yeah. At WrestleMania, man. I see it happening because you know why? That's the way the Seth Rollins won the title once upon a time. And it'll be a great mm-hmm. way. To one, lose the title for because if you look at this way, CM Punk beats Seth Rollins. He's lifting the title. Seth Rollins like fuck. Can't believe this this guy beat me. And then they come them and Priest beats CM Punk, puts him on the ground, and Seth Rollins is smiling in front of fucking CM Punk, telling him fuck you. <laughs> And just to continue the feud because CM Punk was burning up. One, because Damien Priest, he lost it to Damien Priest. And second, we see him with Seth Rollins on his face, telling him, fuck you. And that will bring the feud even further for the next story. So I see that happening. Definitely at WrestleMania. I think it will be a great moment in WrestleMania if it happens. And I hope it happens that way. Because I don't see... Because Money in the Bank will be after WrestleMania, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So it needs to happen at WrestleMania that cash in and hopefully it's successful because it'll be good to have them in Priest as a champion. I think we'll be doing pretty well. The only thing with that, it will take them in Priest away for the judgment data. Mm-hmm. Because it will have to go to the other brand. That's the other thing. The title cannot be in the same brand the the champion is unless unless we got they're, a on, they're on raw. They're on raw. They're on raw or SmackDown. Yeah, they're on Raw. Oh, they're on Raw. Fuck. I thought it was SmackDown. Yeah. No. What no. is it? SmackDown? Nah. Oh, Bloodline's on SmackDown. Judgment Day's on Raw. I watched it. Yeah, was there the other day. True. true. Good point. Good point. Mm. Sorry. My bad. Um, no, you're right. So that'll keep it that way. I was going to say, otherwise, it'll be a double change of uh, titles at WrestleMania, mm. which Cody Rose beating Roman Reigns and then um, Damien Priest getting the title of... Uh, you know, CM Punk once he beats uh, Seth Rollins, and that will make Rollins so happy. For sure. Yes. I like it. I like it because that way it's kind of like a double-edged sword because, yeah, CM Punk, you did main event WrestleMania, but you didn't go home with the strap. Exactly. Even though you beat mm-hmm. the champion. Exactly. Oh, that's a, that's, I really like it. I actually really like it. Yeah. yeah, and then you, and you get and then you give him just getting and that will leave it open for him to team up with Paul Heyman. And going for and with Paul Heyman, he will finally have the main event of night two, the main event of the main event of WrestleMania, going for a title. I think that's teaming up Paul Heyman. And I think with Paul Heyman next to him, 
it's a way for him to be able to be controlled a bit more CM Punk, to be honest, because it would take away the pressure of him being on the mic so much or having to do so much stuff, because we know how good Paul Heyman can do. So Paul, well, I think Paul Heyman will get. I think Paul Heyman will go with Solo. I don't think he'll get any Punk again because Punk can handle the mic, as we know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we know, like, the, the, because of with all the shit the Renzo said, you know, against CM Punk, and he can go rogue, and and they could become mm. problems. You mitigate a lot of that with a manager, and when he was with CM Punk, Paul Heyman, CM Punk was still on the mic. He didn't stop mm. being on the mic. Like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns doesn't stop being on the mm. mic. No. It's just, it's just the fact that you got someone else helping out and taking the yeah. pressure of having to do everything. And that's why I reckon it's pretty good for Paul Heyman to team up with, uh, with, with uh, what's it called? With fucking CM Punk. And Sol mm. Sikoa, I don't think he needs a manager, man. He, if he's going to be a tribal chief, he needs to be the tribal chief on his own be an actual tribal chief like the rock could be, you know, be just him, Sol Sikoa, running the whole show. You don't need Paul Heyman. He doesn't like Paul Heyman. Sol Sikoa. We know he doesn't like Paul Heyman. None of the none of the anyone but said uh, Ron Reigns likes Paul Heyman. Everyone else hates him. So what a better way to show that you can be the tribal chief by just getting rid of Paul Heyman. You know? So mm-hmm. Polito is gonna need someone and who better than Sim Park. At least that's the way I see it. I don't know, you guys. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Nice. So, so, so pretty much it, man. We we went through everything, like the the uh, uh, let's call it the uh, Lucha HSP Awards for this year. Yes, we got a pretty good uh pretty good rundown. We male wrestler of the year, female wrestler, moment of the year, return of the year, match of the year, PLE of the year, breakout star of the year, feud of the year, tag team of the year. And brand of the year, which I'm mistaken by company of the year, my bad. Um, so I got it that confused. So we got it that way. Um, so anything else we would like to talk before you know we wrap up this for this year, for for now at least or for this year? I don't know if this is the wrap up for the year. Oh no, I reckon wrap we'll up come for <laughs> You reckon? We'll I see. Don't know. I think yeah, we'll we'll see. I think yeah. we'll, I could yeah we could swing something. We'll do no. one more before New Year's. Well, yeah, yeah, we can we'll do, do one. We can do one through radio, you know, through Podbean. We can do a live yeah. one for Podbean. Let's let's we do we can do that. Let's do a live for Podbean. Yeah, let's do that. Let's year. do a live because that we yeah, can yeah. do it from anywhere. We yeah. need to be and and that'll be nice to have that one. But mm, as nice. a recorded show, this will be the last one of the year. Uh, we get into this the twentieth, the the twelfth, man. We get in there. So everyone, before we go, Renzo, where everyone can see uh, hear us. Actually, no, before, uh, we, before that, we go, before, uh, yeah, I've got my, uh, yeah, recommendation, the wrestling, WrestleBest. the wrestling multiverse. Yeah. yeah the yeah. wrestling multiverse. This one, it. I had no idea this match happened. It happened in 2015. Two of my favorite wrestlers. I'll keep it nice and short. Um, but if you have the opportunity, it's from a company called, um, RPW six years ago. Um, and it is, like I said, two of my favorites, AJ Styles versus Will Ospreay. Yes, it happened. AJ Styles fought Will Ospreay just before AJ Styles went to WWE. Will Ospreay uh, looks really young, but man, he gives it to AJ Styles. What an amazing match. If you guys have the opportunity to watch it, watch it. 
do yourself a favor. AJ Styles versus Will Ospreay, RPW 2015. God damn. Yeah, I don't know where you find this stuff, Meg, but that's once again, <laughs> you, you pull the proverbial rabbit out of the hat. Nice one, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, he looks so young with Osprey, man. Mm-hmm. God, I'm mm-hmm. just looking at it right now. God damn, six years ago. And hey, AJ Styles, that has short hair. It's the star that Roblox. Hey, he looks way better. He looks like a heel in there, man. I gotta say, <laughs> he does. He, he does, does look like a heel in there, not like now, like so, so, so my haircut. Who gave him that? That who gave him that one was like um that was in Samore. And Samore gave him that freaking Yeah, <laughs> the, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I miss Samore. Um yes. I gotta say, man, I gotta say uh, that we're talking about now, this wrap up for this year. I think uh and for people, it's already on the Renzo Racing Bird. So by the time you're hearing this, you will see it. It's right there. This uh, AJ Star Wars. I gotta say, um, the one wrestler, I don't think he will be back. I, I follow him on, on Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, he's been a couple of wrestling match. But if one wrestler should be back in WWE, I, I reckon it should be him, man. He was funny. He was such an Italian stereotype. Dumb. Good on the mic. You know? He won't come back. I know he won't come back, but God damn, he was funny, man. And I always said it because I know we used to talk to to Pipe, man. Shout out to Pipe that he left the WhatsApp group. That hurt. Um, the Oracle left the WhatsApp group, man. That that hurt a little bit, but, you know, we move forward. <laughs> um, like, it, he he didn't like it at all. He did not like Enzo Mori. Mm. But and I think we said it with Renzo many times. It's because you cannot translate to Spanish the character and what he used to say, man. Yeah. There was, you mm. cannot give it justice trans- translated to Spanish because it's such a United States stereotype and such a funny things you will say on the mic that you can't translate it. It loses yeah, all no. Doesn't the work. beautiful and the momentum he had. And he was such, I still remember that moment. He just, he was the last man standing he went to Roy Romo and he looked at the Undertaker and he just runs into the Undertaker like an idiot. And that's like he's getting a close line. And he just fucking flipped and fell on the ground. Such a fucking funny moment. And uh, and also in uh it was uh 205 when he won the title, and you see all the rest all the wrestlers around him in the ring, and we just giving a burn to each one of them. It was so fucking <laughs> hilarious, man. Um, and one of the big pop-ups. The, it happened in WWE. Um, it was the moment that him and Big Cass actually made it to the to the main roster. Mm. If you guys see mm. the moment that they debuted on the main roster, they just the people went crazy because people is the one is one of the few tag teams that people was watching since NXT. Because they came from NXT and people was following them because they were so good. They when you can hear the little mandolina playing, people just went <laughs> absolutely insane. And then ding, 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 and you can see this fucking idiot with a haircut and big cast at <laughs> the back. And everyone knew his words. And also the famous moment when they take the mic out of him, thinking the good brothers like, oh, he can't talk with the mic. And he's doing like this with the mic and the whole people just call his lines. I mean, I don't know. I can't say enough for Ren Summer. I mean, fucking missed him. I really miss him in, in, in WWE. And because I know he's never going to come back, but fucking it would be awesome to see him back. Um, <laughs> anything to say, Master, before we go, man? 
Yeah, look, given that it's the last one for the year, just um, I'd just like to wish both of you a um, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, obviously, um, to both or your, you and your families. Um, and to all of our listeners, like take, take a bit of time to reflect on the year, or the wrestling year and the year in general, but don't spend too much time looking backwards. As I always say in life, you've got to look forward. Um, always look forward. Keep going forward. Wrestling's red hot at the moment. It's just going to get hotter and hotter. Um, I wish all the best for all the wrestling promotions out there, especially the big two, uh, because the more product that's out there, the better it is for all of us who are the wrestling fans. And if you're going to hate on any particular promotion, then you're not a wrestling fan. You're just a fucking mark. Um, <laughs> so, as I said, keep looking forward. Keep watching wrestling. Um, and on a personal note, I'd like to thank you two for letting me join this podcast and letting me channel this passion that I have for this great fucking sport. And it is a sport. And if anyone tells you that it's not a sport, you can tell them that I just have to get fucked because it is a sport. <laughs> um, so thanks, guys, for letting me do this. And we, we, we made a massive change. We went from Spanish to English. I know. Um, and it's just I'm, I'm really looking forward to what, what, the, what the next year brings um, as we continue this um, just talking shit on a weekly basis about what we love so much. Definitely. No, look, I, I would look, I, Mars, amazing. It's, it's great to have you on the team. You know, Rod and I have been doing it for a while now and it's great to have some fresh blood and a new perspective, man. And you know, you all, the knowledge that you bring from, you know, the old school is, is awesome as well, man. So it's been great to have you along. You always bring fresh ideas to the podcast and, uh, you know, to our listeners, thank you for, for being loyal to the truck drivers in the U S that, that listen to us, uh, to my boss that uh link saunders who who sleeps through podcasts he can't uh fall asleep but wakes up when we start arguing about cm punk um, <laughs> fair enough he gets that loud so, <laughs> yeah he gets that loud so uh, yeah no look Thank you, everyone, for for listening. We've got a great year ahead in wrestling. It's going to be just get better um, for all wrestling fans involved. And uh, wish you a Merry Christmas and, and good holiday break with your families. Hey, man. And, and to be honest, man, no, Masa, it was great to have you in, in addition to the group. Like, man, you know, you've been listening to us for a while. And then have you here talking about wrestling and also doing the change to English, which was a really good thing, uh, man, Fucking awesome to have you here, man. Talking to you uh, with wrestling thanks, for years, man. To have you now here is fucking great. You know, so, <laughs> uh, no, thank you very much. It's great addition to, to the podcast, man. We finally three again doing it as a, as a duo for so long with Renzo. You know, it's good to have a third mm -hmm. one to fight with, uh, which is always, it's always <laughs> fun. Uh, Renzo, man, Farrell, another year, man. Four years doing this shit. Unbelievable. I can't believe four we've been years. doing this shit for four years. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. When we thought it was going to die, fucking we, we got a revive, a revival. Hey, shout mm -hmm. out to Revival. Um, we've got a revival of, of the podcast. Uh, now, thank you very much for another year, mate. Um, and to all our listeners, man, thank you for following us. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, just keep giving us, keep watching our videos, keep listening to us. You know, we're having, like you guys said, the year they're coming, man, it's another level. The next level in wrestling is just coming absolutely insane the pave the work they've done this year to for the next year is absolutely insane we can't wait for wrestlemania it just wrestlemania it looks like it can't get here soon enough uh with mm -hmm. the amount of stuff that's happening so no nah, man just a great wrestling year and because we got an intro we gotta do the <laughs> outro with the one and only the voice of, of violence massive 
No outro today, no hype. There's been enough hype for today. Um, great way to end the first annual Lucha House Show Podcast Awards. All those recipients, you'll be receiving your gold trophy in the mail, so keep an eye out. Um, Australia Post is really bad, so you might not get it. Um, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, keep listening to us. Keep watching wrestling. Support your local wrestling promotion because they, like us, do it for the love, not money. Um, and we will talk to you all next year. And as my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time would say, Tito Santana, arriba. Yeah.